Welcome to episode 15 of Coding Rehab. How are you doing, Amir? Doing great. What about you? I'm doing great. I'm, uh, I've been talking about this, this podcast for probably six months now. Um, and it was kind of an idea that I had in the car. I mean, this, this concept happens to us all the time, but I've never really pinpointed what it was. And so, you know, we've, we've kind of coined it as sunk utility. And so, you know, to give some context, Amir and I, we work on, um, a lot of, I would say, large scale code bases that were built by people who aren't us. And so we do a lot of refactoring. We have to make a lot of decisions uh, based off of, you know, how things have changed to today and, uh, you know, the next steps we want to make. And what we find is a lot of times when we propose solutions, so say we want to rebuild a tool that exists, we're being compared against an idea of how a tool should have behaved and not how it does behave. So if we want to rewrite a tool and we notice that um, it's so, it only has a few features, we'll say 10% of what it should have done. When we go to the, the original developers or even the, the leadership behind that tool who expected it to do 100% of what's in their mind, um, we always have are required to offer a solution and compare it against something that never existed, but was what somebody wanted to have exist. So in a romantic idea. It's also because we, we tend to, to be very realistic about it. Right. So we don't want to show again, another roadmap that shows every single feature. Right. Because usually if we're rewriting is because we have a concrete need. Otherwise we wouldn't touch it. Absolutely. So I, I think the disappointment or this gap happens when we want with a concrete feature and we can't believe that somebody is actually uh, negotiating with us over stuff that doesn't work. Right. Right, it's 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 like uh, the the fifty percent of zero is still <laughs> zero, right? And they're, they're, we're not <laughs> we're not gaining anything. We're saying we need to change it because it doesn't work. Yeah, but but it's supposed to do all these too. Yeah, it's supposed to, but it doesn't work. Right, and in, in their minds, it's only a a release away from doing all those things, or it's really close, or it should have been this way. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's it's really close, but you don't know why it stopped. You, you don't have tools to, to measure what's the leap between uh, current code and the code that is going to to fix it. And who knows? But the, the funny thing is that it's very, very, very uh, hard, you know, almost when, when, um, when, when your children talk to you, about candy or something like that, right? And 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 you say, yeah, but 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 uh, you're not going to be able to eat all the candy. Yeah, but but I, I want to go and I'll get candy, and, and and at some point you just say, sure, sure, let, let's see how it goes. Yes. Yeah, and so part of part of recognizing this problem, um, you know, we thought about you know how do you avoid it? Um, because in a way, you're comparing a a uh, 
romanticized version of what a feature does. Yeah. So how, how do you propose solutions where you can kind of uh, disillusion the person? Um, and I think we came across two points. You know, one was only compare things that you can measure. And the second is only compare things that bring value to your customer. So, you know, what do we mean by compare things that we can measure? So usually with each application, like you could have, you know, if you have APIs, you have requests or you have uh, enumerable, something that you can enumerate amount of features. And when when we break it down to something that, that is that concrete, uh, just just by doing you know something, giving it some number, you kind of eliminate any fantasy or any romantic version of of what what this application does. I agree. Yeah, I I think that uh, the, this should be a recipe, you know, for whatever uh, feature you build. You should always be tracking how how that feature uh, is doing, right? Because sooner or later you're going to need that information right and there there's no time like when you're in the middle of it to know what's the best way to 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 track it and to create um charts or and any kind of measure on top of it so having that information is invaluable even if you don't use it right away right but then going with that i, I completely agree with you that Having that, it's an um, an excellent way to to put things in terms of reality. However, I will take uh, uh, I will take a page from uh, our own book where we said in a, in our last episode in terms of alignment, and we won't say no. We won't say we won't build the rest or we won't improve the rest. We just do it later, right? <laughs> and that has a complete different ring to it. Right. Yeah. There's a there can organizational process behind this, or a I would say a, a people process too, where you you're not saying no, like you're saying you're giving the person their dream, their baby. Now you're just putting it in the back of the back of the backlog, <laughs> yeah. uh, so they know it's there and it's taken care of. And when you get the time to do that, if you know you can do it. Um, another approach, uh, which which I think are the same things. Uh, but the second is only only compare things that bring value to your user. That's right. And what I mean by that is never compare a tool versus a tool. Compare a pro, uh, uh, um, compare something somebody does for a person. Uh, you know, whether it's I get this data this way, or this allows me to do my job this way. That that is what you're replacing. You're not replacing a specific tool. And I don't know why that works so well, but I think it's because you you cut through all the um, the imaginations or all the hopes that you had for a certain tool, and you you really just focus on the need or the or the value or the thing that you're bringing to the person, and that is always. Uh, always is a strong word, but that is in many times a very small subset of the of your um, your grand visions for your tool. Totally, and uh, and then there's lots of examples like uh, using spreadsheets. Right. Uh, spreadsheets is if it's not the most popular software, it's, it's probably in the top three, top five. 
Right. And uh, I get spreadsheets almost every week with information that you can tell that whoever was using it, did they use, I don't know, 10% of what a spreadsheet could do, maybe 15%. Right. Uh, but the rest, they, they didn't care about it. Right. And uh, I, I think that uh, most softwares, uh, they are a bit like that. And right. uh, I, I've been kind of valuing more and more and more uh, every time I, I use a bit of software to say it does only a few things, but it does it very well. Uh, absolutely. Uh, and you get, you know, you get more than 80% of the value of the complete product just by doing those few, I mean, it's the 90, 10 rule, you know, yeah. you get a lot of the value just by doing a small amount of the work and to, and to get a hundred percent of the, to create Excel again with what Excel does would be near to impossible, yeah. but to create something that does what a majority of people do with Excel is not, is not as difficult. And, and you can tell that, uh, uh, that spreadsheets is a concept when you see, uh, for example, um, new project management tools, most of them, they mimic that. Right. They mimic the, the, the spreadsheet behavior and, and having a list and columns and order them and stuff like that. So uh, we can't deny that, that it's there. I mean, even we can get specific. Airtable does that exactly. So, you know, with even with our Kanban boards or our uh, – you, you can map those one-to-one -one. <laughs> yeah, and there, there's a tool that's actually kind of unique called Airtable that does it. So uh, I, I agree. So best way to, to deal with sunk utility, I think is first recognize that it exists. And so if you find yourself having problems proposing alternative solutions or new ideas to new tools or having to refactor something, you really need to go into it understanding that everyone's everyone's belief of what a tool is is different and all your users view it differently and you really need to find those core things that bring value that are measurable and only focus on those things or else you'll get in this uh <clears throat> i don't want to say political uh, discussion but you'll get in more an emotional based discussion about things that don't really matter and uh, you kind of want to guide people to to focus on value and focus on uh, core features when you are proposing to make a change. Yeah, and, and, and I see it, I, I really see it from the other side point of view because uh, we we kind of feel possessive about software. Right. Like, like it's, uh, you know, money in the bank or something like that. Mm -hmm. That uh, <laughs> we, we worked for it and we already spent the money and... And we don't want to lose it, and and I and I totally see that. Uh, but but I, I I agree with you that uh, evaluating uh, you can list all the features, but identifying which ones are the ones that uh, make the 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 application or or whatever piece of software is make it live every day. And and it's it's really the traffic kind of comes through. I I think that's uh, the best way to to start a conversation, to identify and 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 to start negotiating. It doesn't mean that the other features won't be there, but I I think it's the the perfect way to to decide and and think about rewriting or re implementing. I agree. 
Well, since this is a small topic, we can cut this one a little short, but um, main, main to recap, main focus is just, this is an issue. It's a, it's an emotional basis to you. And I, as I like you, Amir, I can understand it. I also think it's helpful as a software engineer to take pride in rewriting some of your old code. <laughs> and when oh, you yeah. find those moments, uh, focus on the iterable, uh, the achievements you've made to get to that point. Yeah. I, but, I, I, I think that from, from the, if we have to give advice, right. Right. And, and, and say, okay, clearly that there's at least two parts is whoever wrote the software that feel a particular attachment to it and uh, whoever paid for it, let's say. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Both <those> matter. <laughs> that it's a different attachment. Yeah. Uh, and, and so let, let's say we have to give advice to, to each of these persons. Well, what we could say to them to, to uh, I don't know, in this kind of software therapy session to say, that will make your life easier. Here is my advice. What would you tell them? Well, I, I think, if, you know, from the emotional appeal, you always have to focus on the tool that it was that enabled you to get there. And this is true. It's not just you're not just playing to their emotions, but when you have an old tool that you're rewriting, you do need a kind of like a funeral, pay respects to the fact that it enabled you to get to this point. And if you can't do that, you you are missing some context as well. So I would say the the one of the best ways is to have that conversation where you tell them this tool was great, uh, this tool solved all our needs. However, we've adapted and it's enabled us to get to this point. Do you agree? Yeah, I I totally agree with that. I I think that uh, uh, working on software is learning, right? And uh, well, what I'm trying to do is for every bit of software I, I participate, I try to take with me lessons and say, okay, here, here's what uh, I learned how to do. And the software itself, uh, it sucks when, when, when you need to, to, when you have to toss it because priorities change. Right. I agree, but being ready for that is, is, is part of it. Well, what makes you tough is being ready. Know that. At some point, priorities will change, and this may not be the, the most important thing. And that's why making sure it works fast, but it works soon, it, it will give you this, uh, even if it's not complete, it will give you this reward. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, I think that's it for episode 15. Uh, we'll talk to you later. Okay, sounds good. See you next time.